0: The Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Kenyan Gunners podcast with me Omar Bashir and Ahmed Banafa Ahmed good evening to you
1: uh, good evening omar how are you doing today and
0: uh, i'm doing fine weekend. um i'm doing great uh mm. continuing to watch your tournament of champions <laughs> uh last week's episode was absolutely fantastic we had the semis and the final so for those who are following i wouldn't uh, spoil it for them but uh, it was it was very good
1: that's good to hear. At least something's cheering you up in, in this uh, period.
0: Yes. Um, at least we have that. Uh, but, you know, life needs uh, ups and downs and uh, Arsenal is providing a lot of the downs for now.
1: Yeah. <sighs> the, uh, sort of performances
0: that we're seeing from the team and uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's not very good.
1: Yeah, it's it's definitely not good. Um I don't know what else. Like we, we've been talking about losses for and uh, draws for a long time now, and we were hoping for some changes um, to the way we play. But it's safe to say that things are not looking good for us right now.
0: Well, uh, since uh, since you've mentioned that point, we might just get uh, into it. Um a lot of people thought that when we changed the if we changed the position of certain players uh, maybe we mm. could get a um a better offing if we were saying that, that if uh, abame gets the chances that Lacazette gets he might uh, put mm. a few away but it's just not happening for the team at all and i think it, it this problem that we're seeing is much bigger than shifting players around it. And, um, there's a lot of bad things going on and um it also uh, speaks to the fact that it it it's not normal that you have all of your forward players out of form. Mm. It doesn't make any sense. It's it's not mm. it's it's not uh, tallying in terms of sense because you cannot have Abamyang, Pepe, Lacazette, William. All of them are not on form. It doesn't make any sense. So it probably mm-hmm. speaks to something else that we just aren't seeing in terms of what is affecting, um, Are, their play.
1: Let me, it, I don't think it's a question of form with the forward players because, I mean, I think it, it's something deeper with all the players. It's not just the forward players and also the way we, uh, line up and, uh, yeah, I think maybe if we just get into it, um, you see the thing is we've become way too passive right now, and the way we line up, sure, um, we we've switched formations uh, right now. We're playing with the four at the back to have that extra midfielder, mm. but if you look at uh, the general positions of the Arsenal team, uh these uh this these uh stat maps. I I don't know if you've seen them. The general positions of the team, the average positions, uh nine of the ten outfit players are behind, they're in their own half, and that's how we've been playing. And I think that's the main issue right now because if if you' if you're saying it's the forward players that uh, are lacking form or something like that, I don't think that's the case because the forward players are not actually getting the ball in the positions they would like the ball to be because mm. and and also that progression from the from the back line into the forward line I mean we can't keep depending on counter attacks all the time because I think. That's how I feel like that's how we are playing right now. You, you just see maybe Gabriel or Louise or Holding just hoof the ball forward and hope for the best because there is no line in the middle. I mean, through the middle. You, you'd you see the whole time we just bypass the whole midfield and we just go out wide to a winger in William or Saka or Oba and it's hurting us because if say such a player does not control the ball, it immediately falls back to uh Wolves player and, or <laughs> uh, once they do get the ball and they do control it, then there is no support because the rest of the team is at the back. <laughs> so there's such a huge disconnect from the back line and the forward line that I think you, you can't bring form into it. I, I think it's just the way we set up, the, the way we are too passive, the way we are too um, rigid. I think it's something a lot deeper than just form. It's, it's not to do with form, in my opinion, because these players, they can score and they will score.
0: Yeah, I absolutely agree. I mean, as I said, it doesn't make any sense that all of those players are, are um, out of form. I think it speaks to more about structural issues about the team and how we set up and how we apply ourselves on the pitch. Because, And I think the biggest issue that we have is the midfield because the midfield is such a determining factor in terms of how the game is structured and how you're your play is structured because it will determine your defensive positioning, it will determine your offensive positioning. And I feel that our midfield area is very, very um, translucent. It's lacking completely in dynamism, in, in running power, in creativity, in anything that you want from midfield. I mean, if we said, all right, fine, we want to play aggressive football, we need to have people who have the legs people Mm. who are dynamic in their runs we don't have that Mm. If you say all right we want to have a creative sort of game we have crisp passing we don't have that
1: Mm.
0: so i mean we just have players who are there who are slow who take their time on the ball slow down the game and Mm. make it very very easy for the opposition to defend and attack them i think right now Mm. i think we're probably one of the most easiest team to play against yeah, right now there's no
1: fear whatsoever. Um, I think right now you'd say maybe Arsenal are the in quote unquote the small team because of the way we play, there's no aggression, there's no um defensive actions throughout the game. Um, let me just throw some numbers by you. Um, let me just open it up. I think. Where is it? Where is it? <laughs> just give me some time. This should have been on my screen.
0: No problem. I mean, it just goes to uh,
1: here. Here we are. Here we okay. are. Okay. Okay. Uh, passes allowed per defensive action. Um, we are third from. We are third worst in in passes allowed per defensive actions. This basically means how many passes we allow before we actually commit to maybe a tackle or something like that. And right now we are at uh, we we do we allow 16 passes before a defensive action, and we are third worst in the whole Premier League t- uh, table. The only teams worse than us. Uh, West Ham and Newcastle, even Sheffield United, who have not won a single game, are better than us in that. And this just goes to say how low intensity our pressing is and mm. how bad overall we have been.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, we. Uh, I mean, it's 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 as I said, the midfield is the the, the catalyst for whatever that we do. So mm. we talk about the pressing, we start to press. Mm. Um, our four players will press uh, press fairly okay. I mean, they they don't do very well, but I mean, it's it's decent enough. And Mm -hmm. once, uh, if a team is good enough to bypass the press, the midfield Mm -hmm. is basically non-existent and they just run through it and once you bypass the offensive press, you're basically Mm -hmm. one-on-one with the defenders who for some reason do not want to tackle and will back off until I have no idea where it's just so annoying. This backing off and the backing off. You have to take a challenge. You can only back up mm. until a certain situation. I mean, um, the the wolves player uh, players were doing very well. The defenders. Um mm. When the with the defend our defenders and our midfielders had the ball, they didn't engage. But mm-hmm. once the ball came into one of our four players, they were aggressive, they were mm-hmm. pressing, and they were engaging the tackle, not giving them any space and time to do so. And I feel that's something we can do as well. If you give, especially with the pace of our players, we don't have the quickest defenders. So if you're not tight, but not touch tight, but you know tight enough and close enough you back yourself in a cha- in a challenge to win the ball off the ball or get the ball off your opponent, then you'll have less situations to defend. And you'll have more um, balls won, and that brings more possession for your team. But for some reason, we just want to sit back and defend. And we've never been that kind of team, not in the last 30 years at least. And
1: yeah, and doesn't... even when we do press, even when we do press, it just goes back to this, to what I'm saying. It's so disjointed because you would see Oba maybe pressing, or Lacazette when he plays, you would you would see him pressing. Fine, that's great. But they're not pressing together. You know, if if you do press, it should be as a whole team. And this is what, I mean, if you look at the game against Leeds, um, even when, even before Pepe came off, uh Leeds had so much time on the ball, the the pressing uh, that our players would, would do was so disjointed that they would just have easy passing channels into midfield, to the wide areas, back to midfield, like, these guys had so much time on the ball, it was amazing that, that uh, Arsenal were even on the pitch, like, I, I couldn't understand it. Um, it was. I feel the same way with wolves. Like you can't just ask Oba to press by himself, and then William follows uh, ten seconds later, which is an eternity in football, and maybe Saka follows up again later, and then Ceballos finally comes in in up up the pitch. By that time, the ball has already gone to Neto to Traore, and that's like that's how we play. I mean. It's just upsetting to see how we have been playing. Like you say, it's it's not how we've been playing over the last thirty years, and it's it's a wonder what we're doing right now.
0: Yeah, I think um, I think that's why there've been a lot of um, questions about uh, what exactly are we trying to achieve with this team. I think. Before, with Mikel Arteta, that is, um, there was a clarity of the system that we were playing mm. um, and people were able to identify with it. And um, and if, if in a certain game it didn't work, they said, all right, fine. We normally mm. try to play this way. Um, so t- in, today, it, this didn't work and maybe we can improve mm. on that. But right now, if you ask anybody, like, what exactly is Mikel Arteta trying to achieve with this team, mm. you're not quite sure because um they press sometimes they fall they 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 do a low block sometimes sometimes they have possession of the ball so it's a bit disjointed now and i think uh, we need to he needs to have uh, um just a moment to take back and take stock of what he has because mm-hmm. i think um someone raised a very good point um He obviously has a style of play that he wants to play. And that's fair and well well and good. But he has to look at the resources that he has at the team right now. And Mm. we need to maximize the resources that that we have in terms of the team there. And um, we currently are not doing that. We are not using our resources very well. Mm. I mean, we decided, okay, fine. Teams are not going to press us as much. So we brought in Saliba, we brought in Gabriel, players who are quicker and faster.
1: Yeah. Who,
0: that would enable us to defend higher, 10, to 10, 15 yards higher from where we used to defend. And that yeah. would give uh, our midfielders who are lacking in dynamism, at yeah. least uh, a very short, distant gap in terms of uh, recovery. But yeah. we, 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 brought, we brought in Saliba and he's... For some certain reason unavailable or not up to the standard. Um you invest in you invest in um a mm-hmm. and there is no uh system in in order to get the best out of him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You invest in William really a three-year contract which right now looks like a terrible deal terrible because is it it it's it would I mean we were all um, everybody had reservations about the William deal, but we were saying, mm-hmm. okay, fine. If he comes in and does a job, you know, mm-hmm. at the instant, then it mm-hmm. would somehow go into justifying that deal. But yeah. he has come and he's been, you know, been shocking. You know, so he, he, yeah. he, you, you're wondering, what is he, no yeah, why did we get him? Because if we we're coming, if he was bringing, coming into the team, where he's coming mm-hmm. to the team to make a difference. He hasn't mm-hmm. made any difference. So... And up to this moment in time, it's been a very bad deal. So, yeah. everything that the club is doing, or most of the thing that the club is doing, is not making sense. They bought Gabriel. Mm-hmm. That's a good signing. Uh, Tien is a good signing. Pate is a good mm-hmm. signing. But they need mm-hmm. to be more of those kinds of signings and much less of the Williams and the Cedrics because those don't yeah. make any sense at all. As and
1: on this, I still feel like, I, I do feel like you're very right because the players that we have been i don't know uh, i still feel like the the first team needs another clear out yet again um there are not many players that i would keep right now Um, the likes of shaka the likes of uh, lacazette the likes of william these are not players i want to see in our team sebayos as well i think uh, he was useful for a time, but I don't think he has what it takes to to keep performing consistently in the Premier League. Mm. Um, yeah, overall, some of the signings we have made recently, the likes of Gabriel, the likes of uh, Saliba, Tierney, Party, these are good signings. And yes, we would like to see more of them, more of these good signings, but as well. Their integration into the team has been—I don't know—it's aside from Gabriel and Tierney. I mean, it's been somewhat shaky. Oh, okay, fine, fair enough. Pate had a has had an injury; he he would have been utilized. And uh, Saliba—I mean, this is a player we brought in who is world class. I has the potential to be world class and. Somehow or the other, he's not made the Premier League squad. Uh, he can't be used. And if you look at our options in that area of the pitch, we have Luis who has, fine, he has uh, experience, but I think he's well past it right now. He he doesn't have the pace to cope with uh, the Premier League anymore, I don't, I don't think. Um, we have Mustafi, who I don't want to speak about. Thank you. <laughs> uh, holding holding can hold his own but pardon the the wordplay Uh, but as well like we brought in a player for a reason and we're not using him i don't know why the the integration of these players has been uh has not been good and then as well you spoke about how we brought these players to push us up further on the pitch. Mm. We Instead, I feel like we've gone even deeper. At some points over these last few Premier League games at home, we've had almost, uh, I think, eight players in the 18-yard box. This, like, how do you expect to move? How do you expect if you if even if you do clear the ball where where do you want it to go because then the opponent will just get it back and cycle it back to our goal you know yes it's, it's I don't know I don't know how to describe you ask this question where, where is our system um we do still have a system the thing is the approach in the system has been very strange because. We've lost the aggression we used to have, even under Atata. We've lost the, um, I don't know, the positional awareness, I would say, um, the positional rotation that used to be there. Nothing is there now anymore. We, I, I'm just seeing us put bodies in the 18 yard box and hope for the best. If, even in defense, I mean, If you want to park the bus, you can only do that for so long because if you get uh, an opponent with midfield runners who come at you in the 18-yard box, then they will obviously still be unmarked and this creates chaos in in that area. And this is what what we are seeing. There's a lot of chaotic defending in in our 18-yard box right now because while we do have bodies back there, it's still very passive the players are still ball watching and I don't know. I don't know what to say anymore because we've been seeing this time and time again and Arteta himself says it in the post-match conferences, in the pre-match conferences, but there's still no resolution. And so in conclusion, I, I really feel like we do have... We still do have the structure. We just need to better our approach in in our games, and I feel like that that's what will be the difference maker. And uh, uh, it, like I used to have this optimism. Uh, I do. If anyone knows me, comes to Arsenal, I'm one of the most optimistic guys <laughs> there are. But right now, slowly but surely, it's it's just been winding down and. I'm just hoping for the better, man, because it hurts seeing our team like this.
0: Well, I think um, you mentioned a good point that it and it doesn't um, the structure. I mean, if if we were playing this the same way, but we were getting results, we were scoring goals. I don't think a lot of people would have an issue with that. The thing is that whatever it is that uh, they're trying to do is not working at all. Mm. i think that's where the problem starts if you're starting if you produce results with whatever system that you're trying to implement um mm. then it 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 is it is justifiable it is defendable but right now you cannot defend whatever it is that they're trying to do and i think that is um, the biggest problem that we have in this team
1: yeah completely
0: yeah and we've talked all this time we've not um. even uh, talked about
1: the game <laughs> yeah you see the thing is when when you win and when it's good, you want to talk about the game. You know, right now it's we just have problems and the problems keep repeating themselves and they're just piling up. So all we can talk about right now is the problems because they're the same problems we we've been having for mm. a while now. So I feel like the game takes uh does does not take center stage for us right now because it's it's not good. There's nothing more to analyze there's nothing good to analyze it's just mistakes that we we get to end up talking about because that's how we've been playing like it's just full of mistakes full of emptiness and yeah if if the game had been good if there were any positives to take from the match we would have been talking about them It's, it's just not as fun right now to talk about them because there's nothing really to talk about
0: yeah, uh, three defeats at home, I think, consecutive. Mm. I can't remember the yeah. last time that happened. Um, and we've lost all those games, by the way,
1: mm. at a
0: 10-15 kickoff on Sunday. So take from that what you will. <laughs> yeah,
1: win. you must be hating these kickoffs right now. I mean, where, where are we getting the latest kickoff?
0: You know, that it, it, I actually... It makes sense because I mean we play in the Europa League, so the more time we get to yeah, prepare, but the better. Why?
1: Why are we but playing it, the last uh, one? Like...
0: I, don't know, I don't know. I don't know. I'd rather pay this time than pay like at two thirty or four, you know. So but it's know. not. It's not helping us. It's not helping us. It doesn't seem to help us
1: at all. Why? It's affecting us mentally somehow or the other.
0: <laughs> ah, players are just crap. <laughs>
1: Yeah, crap. <laughs> that they are. That they
0: are. Yeah, I think we can yeah. stop there for part one. Uh, yeah. unless is there something yeah. else you want to add?
1: Um, not really. If uh, just from the game, um, there was a weird, uh, let me say, a dangerous moment with the head collision where I feel mm. like Louise should have come out. Um, if we want to talk about the game, maybe that's what we should talk about. Um. I do feel like Luis should have come out because he looked sloppy after that uh, collision. I mean, he was out for 10 minutes. Um, He was unconscious at at some point. Um, He was bleeding after that and still playing. You know, with head injuries, it's not... We can't really judge the uh, condition of the player uh, during, but for sure, it does not help playing the way he was playing, with, with the bandage, with bleeding after a concussion like that. You know, I don't know if you heard it. Did you hear the crack when their heads...
0: Yeah, uh, it a very, oof, yeah,
1: it was very... Yeah, it was very rough. Yeah, exactly. So, I do feel like Louis should have come off earlier, because uh, you can see the defending, I mean, he was kind of Kind of sluggish. He wasn't the same, I mean, after that. So I'm wondering what the uh, thinking was behind leaving him on for that uh, period of time. Yeah, I mean, uh,
0: we're basically looking at. um, Looking at. the substitutions I mean we only have three substitutions now, so Michellet was probably in that situation like um, we have no um, um, the, we have minimum number of substitutions, so would you want to to risk that out? And he had already been given a clear by the medical team, so I mean maybe that could have affected his decision, but as you said, I think um, it was clear that he was not uh, at it.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I think that's it. Uh, that's all I can talk about from the game because the rest of it was not not worthy from our point of view.
0: All right, then Uh, we will leave it there for part one and we'll be back with the questions at part two right after this. Welcome back to part two of the Kenya Gunners podcast. You can follow us on our various social media sites at on um, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook and YouTube at Kenya Gunners Pod. So uh, questions time. Uh, we'll take questions from Twitter. Um, I think I will start. Um, Let's have it. Okay, uh, we'll go with uh, Abdul Hafid Aden At Abdul Hafid A, he says, Ateta bowed to the pressure from the fans by playing Oba in his favorite position. Had Arsenal, Has Arsenal been too dependent on the informal banging? And at this point, would Ozil's re-entry into the team make any difference?
1: Um, interesting questions. Uh, at Ab- Abdul Hafid A. Um about bowed to pressure from fans. Um, I don't think Ateta would be want to bow from fans. I, I think he himself realized that uh, with Lacazette on, we weren't really doing much. Uh, and he had seen that there was something with uh, playing Oba in the middle because he tried it, I think, when, when did he switch it Uh what game was it when he did the switch?
0: I think it was the, the Sheffield season. game.
1: Yeah, so, and we, we saw something uh, resembling some something exciting, you know. So, I think he felt that a change was needed, and uh, Ober playing centrally, after uh, putting him in that position, showed promise, and... Yeah, I don't think uh, he really bowed pressure from fans. I I just think that he himself realizes that we need better, so he put our best player there. Um, being dependent on him being in form, uh, again, this is, I think it goes way deeper than form of the player because, I mean, if if you've been watching our games the guy has not been getting any service at all. So how do you expect him to score goals? And even once he does get the ball in those positions, it's usually uh, a bit out wide or in a difficult angle or it's already blocked because the ball getting there was too slow. Mm. So there's a lot of factors. Uh, So um, maybe we were dependent on him scoring goals but now there's uh, a lot of things other things going on aside from him uh, being I wouldn't say he's out of form it's just the whole team itself is not creating chances for him so um, yeah maybe some change like we've been talking about would go on to fixing that uh, at this point I don't know and uh, would Ozil's reentry into the team make any difference Um uh, I feel like any creative force in that midfield would make a huge difference because um, I think we talked about this in the last podcast, Um, the form of Manchester United before and after signing Bruno, there's a clear difference with that creative presence being on the pitch for them. Bruno being in there makes United that different of a team and before him they were just as bad i i don't know uh, as we are maybe right now so any creator any creative force especially one with ozil's quality would make a huge difference that situation is uh, i don't know I, I would say weird i don't know i don't i don't have the words really for ozil's situation because It is what it is, and uh, yeah, any creator, not just Ozil. even the ones we've been looking at signing, yeah.
0: I think there'll be a clamor of, um, I think once we get to January, it'll be very interesting. I think um, unless things uh, change drastically, which I personally don't see happening, I think there'll be a definite clamor for Ozil to be included in the team. In the in the second squad, which is normally recorded, uh, I mean, uh, you will record not record. Um, so what mm-hmm. I'm looking for, you register another squad list in January. So I mean, there will be calls for him possibly to to get in there. Whether he will get in there is mm-hmm. it is unlikely. But it's 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 uh, there'll be more noise about it than probably people thought uh, maybe mm-hmm. three four weeks ago. So I think.
1: And, um, and uh, if you remember, Omar, um, at the beginning of the season, during the transfer window, when we talked about the, who we should sign before we had uh, signed party, uh, I think we both wanted a creator because we felt that we needed a creator more than we needed a defensive midfielder. Mm. of uh, Of uh, party's disposition, and I feel like right now the problems are showing themselves as what, what we saw because it is what we expected, sort of maybe we didn't expect it to be this bad, but uh, yeah, I think we all knew that we needed a creator more than anything, and we didn't get him, we got party instead, and yeah we are, we are seeing the results of that.
0: So, I think now, uh, the question now will come to Arteta now. Does he go out and possibly overpay for a creative midfielder? Because I don't think Mm. you're going to get them at the price that you want. Or do you say, okay, Ozil, you've got six months left here, play for us. I mean, it's it's a very interesting, interesting times, especially especially with that sort of situation on how Oteta is going to deal with it. Mm. Um, Will that decision because i think right now i think we can say that the decision to leave at ozil is hurting the team because if you'd yeah. have had him as an option he mm. would have definitely been much much better than the options that we're using at the moment so yeah, will we sure. will we continue with those um, Ateta at- at standards and non-negotiables as they say because as we've seen mm. he's been very inconsistent with his non- in non-negotiables with certain players, certain players, if, I mean, if uh, look what happened with, uh, yeah, uh, William, uh, with the issue with the Dubai thing, if if Pepe had done that, you know, I mean, Mm. imagine, uh, I mean, the backlash of that. And I think also, Mm. I think Pepe uh, was unfairly, I think as a manager, I mean, you can go off on your player in um, mm. behind closed doors and everything, but to do it mm. in the public eye, I think, mm. I don't know, maybe he expects more from him, but I feel like his, mm. his non-negotiables are double standards for me, it doesn't apply across board. Mm. And I feel um, he also needs to look a bit uh, on that. Mm. And of course, speaking of dynamism, a dynamic player who would have helped his team is Mateo Gunduzi, and you know, <laughs> Uh, he's off somewhere in in, in Germany. Uh, yeah. He would have really helped us in this situation. Um, you know, a partnership of him and Partey looks, you know, exciting mm. right now.
1: Looks promising.
0: Yeah, looks promising. So you you've got to wonder and think. Uh, as I said, it goes back to what I was saying before. Are we using mm. our resources properly? And I I don't think we are.
1: We definitely aren't. It doesn't feel like we are.
0: Hmm. Any question?
1: Yeah, um I have one from Preo Boy at Wairegi underscore on Twitter. Um what do you guys expect in the North London derby on Sunday? Uh what do you expect? Omar? This is
0: Well, almost... I I I, mm-hmm. I everybody knows I have no love for Tottenham. Not in the slightest. Um mm-hmm. they're looking good at the moment and we're looking very bad. And we're looking very bad, so I am expecting a defeat. But it's not. I don't
1: know. I don't know what Mourinho is gonna do. Is he gonna so go? Basically, nothing out of the ordinary because we have a new ordinary right now.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I don't know how Mourinho is gonna at- at- attack this one. Is he gonna give Arsenal mm. the ball or is he gonna dominate? Mm. Because he can do both. But I mm. don't see us winning the game. So. I probably will not watch the game. <laughs> I I can't watch Tottenham games. I only watch Tottenham mm-hmm. games when they face Arsenal. But
1: and now right now,
0: are, I and... also don't want to watch Arsenal, so I'd rather yeah. watch something else. So I'll probably yeah. follow it, follow um, it on LiveScore. Maybe if you go to Unilab, I'll probably if have we a do... sneak. <laughs>
1: If we do manage to get something out of that game, I, it, I don't know. We've seen it before with Manu, but this might be bigger than that because of the rivalry between the clubs. Um, Maybe we we'll see a turning point from the club. I don't know, but that's asking a lot right now because yeah, I mean playing.
0: Even if you look at the players who are unavailable, you've got Pepe unavailable, mm-hmm. you've got Partey unavailable. Those are the sort of mm-hmm. players, like if I was to change the team, those are the yeah. kind of players that I would have and then available. Yeah. So, I mean, if you want to change, I'm sorry, you're going to see Shaka and Sabayos versus Tottenham. <laughs> it's going to be the same, uh, same thing. many as
1: well. <laughs> Yeah,
0: probably we'll see Al Nenny there.
1: Three-man midfield. <laughs> yeah,
0: so it's not gonna be, it's it's not gonna be good watching for Arsenal fans, mm. I think. So
1: yeah,
0: I, well, I'm not gonna be watching it, so it's not gonna be non-existent for me. It's gonna be something that's I just... Mean, it's gonna be like a statistic, like Arsenal I'll lost. Try. I'll oh. try and watch. Yeah, you I'll be brave for watch. us. Be brave for us. <laughs> I'm a, I'm At least gonna... the
1: first half, you know, seeing what we are all, uh, what we are made of in that game. Uh, if it's if it's good going, maybe I might finish it. I don't know. You can only we'll hope. Well, uh, as I said, I'm usually the more optimistic one.
0: <laughs> yes, I'm more realistic. But
1: even yeah, even now I, I'm feeling like that optimism is dying. So
0: yeah, so you can um... imagine how I'm feeling. <laughs>
1: Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, any other question?
0: Ah, okay. Ooh, I like this question. Uh, it's from Ahmed underscore ninety nine muha at a 47 seven I'm thinking that's supposed to spell a name. I'm sorry, Ahmed. He says, "Is Oba a captain?" Yeah,
1: um, you know, people have different views of captains. A uh, in a way, he is. He might not be the most vocal one on the pitch. Uh, maybe we need something like that. Um, but yeah, he is captain material because he is nurturing to the younger players. He is a leader on the pitch. He does by example. Um, he does things a captain does. It's just maybe he's not uh, in the most uh, in the more traditional view of the word captain. Uh, he's not. Maybe a vocal leader on the pitch. He's not that loud. He's not, uh, you know, you know what I mean, right? When we talk of captains, you want to see like people who are there for their teammates all the time. I, I think he's he's more of one who does by example more than anything else. He's not really the old school kind of captain, but he okay. is a captain in my opinion.
0: But uh, in my opinion, he's not um his his body language hasn't been that good of later i think that's I mean, why
1: would yours be if, if you haven't been if you've been on a yeah crowd, but okay, i understand on. i understand
0: <laughs> but you're the captain right mm-hmm. you you're supposed to sort of push that aside because the mm-hmm. team looks at you for inspiration and leadership so I mean, you're in a bit of a ratter, in a bit of a bad form obviously you're not getting what kind mm-hmm. of bad form there's no service basically for what you're trying to do and mm-hmm. as a captain you're supposed to uplift the team bring up the moves by however means it is mm-hmm. it's, if it's going to be shouting at them if it's going to be giving them a word mm-hmm. of if it's by your example you know if mm-hmm. your your application on the pitch however uh, service you, he may or may not be getting his application on the pitch. I mm-hmm. think has been dwindling. He looks, looks fed up. He looks. I don't know. His body mm-hmm. language hasn't been, is he hasn't been good to me. And that's his his leadership style is through action, as we say. And his actions and his body language has not been good. Mm-hmm. So I feel and at, at a moment at this moment it's where you really really need your captain because we're really in the dumps at the moment. So. It's it's yeah. uh, that's why I felt that question sort of very interesting.
1: Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe we do need a player like that, a more vocal player. But on that on that team, on the pitch, who who do you feel is that way? Aside from Shaka, of course, because uh, we want to see Shaka going. So who else is that vocal player? I don't think any one of them is. Mm. Uh, Tierney might be more vocal, uh, might be a more uh the kind of captain, but I don't know. I don't know maybe if he does have the quality to lead the whole team.
0: I'd give it to Bellerin. Uh, as I say I mean Bellerin is a very good ambassador for the club. Uh he's been there for Yeah
1: but again again is he that vocal player that you want him to be to push the team to I'm to I'm, what not, you want him I'm to? not
0: I'm not I'm not hung up on the shouting uh, Tony Adams <laughs> kind of captain. I just want yeah. somebody to lead. I mean, I want somebody, every game week, he gives his all. Somebody who's mm. going to be there, give a set out, of 10, sort of like a Nacho Monreal sort of performance. He's out yeah, there, seven yeah. out of 10 every game, gives dependable out his all. Um, mm. Somebody dependable, somebody you can rely on, mm. uh, somebody who has a connection with the fans and and I'm, I'm i'm sure we can we can do something about that i mean
1: mm-hmm.
0: i don't know i don't know it's a mess it's a mess and i think as well uh, other players need to you know stand up and, and be counted in this particular I mean, they shouldn't hide behind yeah, the whole of issue of the squad mm-hmm. they need to we stand up and say mm-hmm. we need to we need to do better we need to mm-hmm. uh, perform and apply ourselves in a better situation and i feel uh, that in itself is lacking in the team besides yeah. the fact of the issues of the captains.
1: Yeah. Um, next question, I have one from Huwailud Rudaini at Hueled. Um He has several questions. He's asking are we officially a small team? Should uh, Ateta get sacked and is Ceballos relevant? Well, mm.
0: Are we a small uh, team? Well, our metrics show that we we're are.
1: Not.
0: Well, okay, right we okay, no, no, no.
1: The, the way we are playing,
0: we are a big club. We are a big club. Yeah, but we are a small team. Playing our, like a small team. Our metrics, mm. our metrics over the last eighteen months show that we are a mid-table side. So mm. it it doesn't make any sense that we say that we are a big team. I think our team is quite poor, in terms of its yeah. general quality and application. I think we are very, very far off. A uh, small team. Yeah, we're mid table. We're mid table. Uh, we, I mean, just look where we are. Look at our metrics. Just look at our our shot conversion rate, our chances created in a game, our defensive actions, yeah. our sprints, our our yeah, you know, all these sort of things. Bad. We're sort of like mid table there, if not bottom half, if not yeah, uh, yeah bottom half mid table. And that's that's basically where we are. We're 14th. So yeah. We our whatever we're producing the pitch is showing on the table, the Premier League table. Yeah. So I would say we're a mid-table team, yeah. Uh should Ateta be sacked? No, I don't think that the time for that is there. I don't think he has the players that he needs to do. What I would say about Ateta though, he needs to reuse the resources that he has much better. I don't think he's using, utilizing the qualities, uh the qualities of players that he has in the team. Yeah. I think um um, Pepe has not been used properly. Abamba has not been used properly. Saka has been used too much. Uh, Saliba is not being We're used.
1: too much from Saka.
0: Yeah, yeah, they're putting too much on him, and I don't think that's healthy at all. Um, I don't uh, like the way Saliba's situation is being handled at all. I think that's been very, very, very poorly done. And all those people who are involved in that should really be ashamed of themselves, including the manager. I think it's been really, really poorly handled in the Mm -hmm. Saliba situation. Ozil, the less said about that, the better. I think resource-wise, I think we need to do much, much better with the players that we have. I'm not saying that uh, if we use our players better, we're going to get into top four automatically. Mm -hmm. But I I think we'll see a much, much better application than what we're seeing right now. Because right now, it's just not good enough.
1: Mm, totally agree with you. Yeah. Uh, what and was the uh, other question? The last question. Sabai, Sabai, is uh, Sabayas relevant?
0: I don't know what's wrong with Sabayas. He.
1: I don't he, know. He blows hot and cold, doesn't he? I
0: think he, like, he's suffering from. I think he suffers from the, the team in how we are playing at the moment and the roles mm-hmm. that he's being asked to play. I mean, last uh, on, man, on Sunday, he was, was playing sort of like an auxiliary right back. And we've seen yeah. that with he's played that position before I think it was the leicester game we've seen el nemi play in that position as well, so it's not something that he's he's doing by himself it's something that's in the system and it's not really really helping his 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 um his I mean, him, him at all
1: he, even his sort of play i i do feel it just there are moments where he'll pick up pick out a wonderful pass but then other moments as well, he just misplace a pass, give it to the opponent. You know, he, he, he just blows hot and cold, sometimes during the same match. Sometimes he'll have a good period of form where he'll do very well. And other times, I, I feel like with Serbios, it's it's not really about uh, what the manager is asking him to do. I feel like he can do the job that the manager is asking him to do. It, he's just not doing it well sometimes because um, he has the capacity to perform very well. He just, I don't know, he's very inconsistent for my liking. Um, He can do a lot more. I've seen him do a lot more. He's just not doing it right now. Maybe it's to do with the rest of the team. I don't know. Maybe it's the whole team that's uh, not performing well right now which speaks to a bigger issue but yeah i don't think he is relevant to our future setup but right now we can use him and if he does perform he performs very well Um it's just that we need him to perform better more often than he has been so there's that
0: yeah i think a lot of players you could describe sort of the same way and i think um as I said, very, 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 very many issues in the team.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, you do you have another question, or is that it?
0: Um, I'll just ask one more on a lighter note. Mm-hmm. Abdurrahman at a underscore Hussein fifteen. He says, "Is this come of what Ozil is what the club is doing to Ozil?"
1: Yes, definitely, one hundred percent. Why are they not playing Ozil? Why, why did they leave him out in the cold? I mean, this is definitely karma for not playing Ozil.
0: I mean, uh, I mean karma, this is karma personified because the team is <laughs> lacking in creativity. And yes. I would say the most creative, play, I, don't, I don't care what people say about De Bruyne and whoever, Mesut Ozil, yeah, Ozil is the is most the creative players. player in yeah. the Premier League. He's not in the team for whatever reason. And our team is struggling with yeah. creativity. That is just sad. That see, is karma personified, um, and it's it's quite sad.
1: Um, I think that's it. Uh, there is one more question about I think we've answered it really. Uh, from Maliki at Maliki underscore 22 about Atata if Atata is in or out. I think we've answered that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, are you? you, Ateta,
0: are you? Yeah, I'm very tired. How long did at work? <laughs> but uh, basically, it's um, Atata in. But uh, he needs to use the resources much better than he is now.
1: Mm. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. And I think that's all. Um, We've had some poor results so far. I think we can do There's A very, I don't know. There's a lot of room for improvement if we just uh, apply ourselves better. I mean, who thought I'd
0: say this, but thank God for Europa League.
1: (laughs) That's the only solace we have, right? Uh, the only place we're scoring goals, the only place we're seeing Arsenal play like Arsenal.
0: Yeah, I think I think we should uh, transfer to one of these leagues that these teams are playing in. Just go play in <laughs> Ireland. And maybe we'd win the league then.
1: Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> Uh, yeah i think that's it for today omar unless you have anything else
0: no i don't have anything to say i think that's done basically thank you everybody for tuning in uh, we thank everybody our listeners for sending in their, their questions um yeah. thank you ahmad for joining us this week today and thank you to everybody yeah. we will see you uh next week of course cheers wait
1: wait so what are we seeing you because you you said you're not watching the game so what, what's happening <laughs> What are you gonna what are you gonna talk about?
0: I have my ways.
1: <laughs> yeah, all right, then uh, bye-bye guys. <laughs>